In the rugged and remote Taranaki region of New Zealand runs a Waimeti stream and the isolated Manuka forests, home to the bees that produce some of the most natural, pure Manuka honey in the world. Manuka honey is a great daily immune booster, digestive remedy and an anti-inflammatory. It's also a great alternative to sugar and a powerful ingredient for longevity. Waimeti honey is a high quality New Zealand Manuka honey now available in Australia at Woolworths right around the country. And even better, every time you buy Waimeti honey, 10% of your purchase goes towards the regeneration of hive numbers to increase the world bee population. More honey, more healing, and more health for humanity. Waimeti honey, find it now in Woolworths stores right around Australia. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey Brett, this episode's brought to you by Forage. Forage, love my Forage cereal, Damo, my Forage Paleo with uh, such a great way to start the day. I make my little homemade almond meal, uh, almond milk, I should say. I put some uh, strawberries on it. It's yum. beautiful. Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, I love forage. Um, I created it with your health in mind, and obviously I created paleo because you told me to. And uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for that. But this episode is brought to you by Forage. It's a great tasting, incredibly healthy, no added nasty muesli range that uh, I created to help you stay well. So if you want to see more about it, go to www.foragecereal.com. Hi, this is Damien Christoph, And this is Brett Hill. Bretto, we've had a uh, great time at the Bioceuticals 6th Symposium. I actually don't know what it is. It's the 6th Bioceuticals Symposium. Annual Bioceuticals Symposium, I think it might be. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, it's been great. We've learned a lot. Uh, we've met some amazing people. And uh, in this interview that we're about to do is with uh, Dr. Amy Myers. Uh, she shares her story um, about... Uh, thyroid disease and a journey through that and uh, it's, it's quite profound she's a very smart woman very smart woman yeah absolutely and, and it's been the theme of the whole weekend hasn't it this autoimmunity which is what the conference has been all about there means so much information what I've loved about it is a lot of information about uh, interventions but particularly dietary interventions lifestyle interventions you know stuff we can do for not only uh, prevention but also management and maintenance afterwards so um, it's been great to hear uh, a much more holistic approach to these chronic lifestyle related diseases mm, absolutely absolutely and there is lots there's lots and there's there's so many different environmental factors but uh learning about the things that you can do things that you can add in which is a good thing that you brought into that and i know that it comes up in another interview later on that uh that we'll share um but let's just have a look at amy's unbelievably impressive uh cv so she studied at the university of south carolina um did a Bachelor of Arts Psychology. Then she went on to do a post-baccalaureate pre-medical studies at the University of Washington in Seattle. And then she went to Louisiana State University Health Science Center to get a doctor in medicine. <laughs> then she went from there to the University of Maryland Medical Center and did emergency medicine, which is unbelievable. Then she's gone on to do um, Institute of Functional Medicine, which is quite cool. But then she's done research um, in New Orleans. Um, she's got journal publications. She's got US patents on different things, which is incredible. She she, uh, she works at the Austin, Austin Ultra Health. Oh, my gosh. I've got my tongue tied at the moment. <laughs> Austin Ultra Health in Austin, Texas as the medical director. Uh, she's an emergency physician at the Dell Children's Hospital, uh, emergency physician at the University Medical Center in Brackenridge. She's unbelievable. She's also worked at the U.S. Peace Corps. 
Wow. She's done a lot. And the thing I love about it, though, is not only is she so academically smart, she has an amazing amount of academic knowledge and research knowledge, but she's also lived it. You know, she's lived through this experience of having thyroid issues, of having her own thyroid ablated. Um, And so she knows not just uh, from a... Yeah, from a theoretical standpoint, from a very practical standpoint of what works and what doesn't and how difficult it is for people with these sort of challenges and and how to go about overcoming it. And I think that's the case with so many of these um, complementary medical practitioners we see is is that they're drawn to looking for a different way of doing things because, quite frankly, what the conventional medicine is doing quite often just is not working. Well, that's a great point. But one of the other great things is that because she's lived with the disease, she truly empathizes and understands what's actually happening with the disease so not just is she using the textbooks she's using her own personal experience and uh, and talks from the heart and so that's been a that's been a really um you know defining difference with this particular event as well and with amy's uh, presentation so i'm sure everyone's going to listen to this and go wow this is a really cool podcast and learn a lot of stuff about the thyroid gland hi this is damien christoph and this is brett hill bretto this is unbelievably exciting yeah, give me the mic back. Very exciting, Damo. Uh, we have got Dr. Amy Myers, who is an absolute expert on autoimmunity. Um, she's an expert on the thyroid, which we're going to talk about. She's written a couple of books, uh, The Thyroid Solution and The Thyroid Connection. The autoimmune solution and the thyroid oh, connection. Oh, I was so close. I know you were. I get them confused oh. all the time too. Does that help you out? Now, now I'm going to cheat now and I'm going to read for the cookbook. Right? So the cookbook is the autoimmune solution cookbook, yeah. which is coming out very, very soon. Um, and so, post, right? Excellent. Yeah. Good. No, no, we're all good. <laughs> so we are at the Bioceutical Symposium where we've been listening to Dr. Amy Myers, not Dr. Amy, talk all about the thyroid and it's been phenomenal. So, um, <laughs> so uh, first question I'd love to ask you about is, is the thyroid and diagnosis of thyroid issues. You know, I find in Australia it can be really challenging, A, because there are so many different symptoms that can present as thyroid issues. Um, and then a lot of the time people with these issues want to get in and see an integrative GP. Um, but in Australia, that can be really hard. I know in my town of Adelaide, so they have six-month waiting lists often. You know, and so people are wanting to find out what's going on, but they're, they're such confusing symptoms. How do people go about trying to figure out what's going on? Is there any way they can do it whilst they're waiting to perhaps get in to see an integrative GP? Absolutely. So that's the reason that I wrote the uh, Thyroid Connection is really um, so you don't necessarily have to see an integrative or a functional medicine doctor. You can actually work with your primary care doctor. Now, of course, the reference ranges in the thyroid connection are U.S.-based reference ranges, but you can really extrapolate that out, you know, anywhere in the world. And it walks you through, you know, what are symptoms? How could you actually be having thyroid dysfunction, even though your doctor's told you everything's normal? And then what should your re- lab reference ranges be? What labs should you get? How should your doctor interpret them, and then a full 30-day program of exactly what to do. So I would, if anybody is waiting to get into somebody, um, or even if you are seeing an integrative practitioner, pick up a copy of the book and take it with you. But my talk yesterday was about eight myths um, or eight reasons or failures of conventional medicine with thyroid. And one is that, you know, they're not checking. They don't think it's happening to men because it does happen more frequently in women. If they are checking, they're often not checking the correct labs. When they do check the correct labs, they're often and not using what we call um, optimal reference ranges. You're, they're just using what are called normal reference ranges. And you're right. There are thyroid receptors on every single cell in the body. So you can literally have symptoms from your head to your toe. And then 
With women, a lot of these symptoms are happening around hormonal changes after a pregnancy, perimenopause, menopause. And so they can easily be brushed off as symptoms of that condition. And so they're not even thinking, oh, you just had a baby, you still have 10 pounds of weight on, your hair's falling out and you're tired. Well, you're up all night with a baby. Of, of course, you have a new baby at home. Well, th that's not your thyroid. That's just the baby. But most thyroid conditions often come out during hormonal changes. So it very likely could be the baby and your thyroid. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole host of reasons. And I talk about that in my book, The Thyroid um, Connection, and exactly what to do. And it's a great companion to work with your doctor or while you're waiting in to get to see a regular GP or a functional or integrative physician. I like it. We'll come back to that later on. We'll uh, point people in the right direction to sure. be able to get your book and, uh, and go to your websites, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what's happening? You know, let's say 20 years ago, we were talking about irritable bowel syndrome, and then all of a sudden, everyone had irritable bowel syndrome. And now we're talking about thyroid disease, and all of a sudden, everyone's got thyroid disease. Can you maybe expand on that a little bit? Is it, is it as prevalent as maybe we think it is, or is it still being relatively undetected? Well, it's extremely prevalent. In the United States, Synthroid is the number one prescribed drug in the United States. 23 wow. million prescriptions wow. a year. More than heart disease medication, more than anything mm -hmm. else, more than... Brand name medication. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's big. So it's huge. And, um, you know, how we're looking at thyroid conditions is, or how we're testing for them is really not any different. I mean, it's not, um, we haven't uncovered some new tests that we didn't have 10 years ago. So I think it's really that there is more thyroid dysfunction going on because of the five root factors that I talk about, mm -hmm. such as <clears throat> the diet we're eating, processed inflammatory foods, we have leaky guts, we have tons of toxins, many of which interfere and disrupt our hormonal system. Uh, they can interact with our thyroid. We have infections. Uh, certain foods can mimic our thyroid or look like our thyroid to our immune system. And then we're stressed out people. And so all of this, and it's not one thing, all of this, including um, halides and lack of iodine and various um, immune or uh, what do I want to say? Nutrient deficiencies. I know we only have like a few minutes, so I'm like <laughs> trying to get it all in. Um, but uh, nutrient deficiencies, you know, can lead to thyroid dysfunction. And so I think that there's a huge rise in it. 60% of people with thyroid dysfunction don't even know they have it. And But I do think because of my books, other people's books, podcasts like you're having, conferences like Bioceuticals is having, there's more of an awareness. So more people are going to their doctor and demanding that they get tested. And because of books like mine and other people books, they're knowing that even when the doctor says, no, you don't have it, that they need to dig deeper. And often it gets uncovered. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's great. So then it's about people going back and getting retested and testing different stuff as well. And, and what I liked about what you spoke about was you did talk about those different solutions and the medications you spoke of. And, and you went totally against those. You said, look, there's a time and a place for those. But then you also gave some other options in terms of not only different ways to do the medication route, but also then different interventions and lifestyle changes you can look at. So, can you talk about some of those? Yeah. So the first thing, um, so there are five factors or five root causes, I believe, for frankly, all chronic conditions, certainly autoimmunity and thyroid autoimmune 
dysfunction, and that is our diet. So really taking a look at what you eat. Of course, getting out the junk food, the processed food, everybody knows about that, right? But even some foods that we consider healthy, like grains and legumes, can be very irritating to the gut for some people. And most people, when you're dealing with autoimmune conditions, and most all thyroid conditions are autoimmune in nature, they have gut dysfunction. They have something called leaky gut. So we want to get out all the things that could possibly be keeping that gut more leaky or irritating the gut, grains, legumes, nightshades, and then some more inflammatory foods like gluten, dairy, soy, corn. So we get out the foods and we really focus on healing the gut. So nearly 80% of our immune systems in our gut, we have an autoimmune condition. We need to seal up that leaky gut. The first step in healing the gut is changing the diet. So the two go hand in hand and really looking, do you have any infections like candida overgrowth, SIBO? New studies are coming out that 50% of people with hypothyroidism have SIBO as well small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And I see it all the time in my clinic. It's it's really an epidemic right now. Uh, looking at toxins in our environment, looking at infections and stress. So I say tame the toxins, heal the infections, and relieve the stress. And of course, I can spend an entire podcast talking about each and every one of those if you'd like me to. Well, we would love you to do that. And we may need to actually uh, interview you again because we've only got about two or three minutes to go okay. before you've got to go back on stage. So, and we've got to shut down our Facebook Live. But what I was wanting to ask is a little question from one of our listeners. Uh, and she asked, because I, I posted earlier that we we're going to be interviewing you. And she said, there seems to be lots of discussion around the identification, the diagnosis, then the treatment of it in the acute phase. You know, when, when people come in and they're raging with symptoms, the symptoms come under control. Many people, you know, experience, I suppose, some form of remission. What's the long-term prognosis and what do people need to do long-term once they get through the autoimmune phase? Sure. So I call my program the Myers Way. So it's a way of life. So the point is, and I talk about in my first book, The Autoimmune Solution, that there's a spectrum, no inflammation all the way up to autoimmunity. And you can work your way back down or reverse autoimmunity. Then you might have something happen in your life, a death, a birth, toxic mold. And then you might go back up the spectrum and work, and then work your way back down. So when I had my toxic mold exposure, I honed in on my program, did the diet perfectly. And then as I got healthier, you saw what I just had for lunch, which was salad and fish and root vegetables, but I did have a little bit of rice. So I don't recommend that on my program, but I'm way down on the spectrum now and that's what we had here. So that's what yeah. I ate. Yeah. So you really need to hone in. You don't want to talk about the McDonald's you ate? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, I was I was actually saying, I, I mean, I haven't, I didn't even eat McDonald's as a kid because I didn't like hamburgers. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole different don't story about McDonald's. Uh, but um, so you, uh, so this is a way of life. I do believe that these issues can be reversed. And that means that can you get your life back? Can you get off harsh medications? Can you be symptom-free? Can you get antibodies lower or even reverse? Yes. But you're always somewhere on this spectrum, hopefully way down on the bottom. Uh, but there's the ability to move back, so you might move back down. Now, when we're talking about Hashimoto's versus Graves, they're actually very different. So Graves is what I had, which is where your thyroid is overactive. And that I have helped many, many people overcome, even just by reading my book and following the program, not even coming to see me reverse their graves completely, meaning they got off harsh suppressive medication that was stopping their thyroid from producing. They followed the program and they're scot-free. They don't need any supplemental thyroid hormone or not. Great. 
when we're talking about Hashimoto's, that has the inflammatory phase, then a subclinical, then clinical, and then burnout. And many people, because they're not getting diagnosed, because the symptoms can be so varied, it takes an average of, you know, uh, four to six doctors, or six to 10 doctors in five years sometimes for people to get diagnosed. Wow. So if people have been on, you know, in this burnout phase for years upon years, and they're finally showing up in your clinic, you still want to walk, walk through all the steps, because once you have one autoimmune disease, you're three times more likely to get another and you don't want another. You still want to heal up that gut so that we're not leaving that fire. And you want to see if we can maybe back off on some of that medication, but certainly getting them feeling better. But you can't always get off, and I use the word medication, but it's really supplemental thyroid hormone. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I want to impart on people is to know that it is supplemental thyroid hormone. And if you've gotten to the burnout stage, certainly if you're in subclinical inflammation, even clinical, sometimes you can not go on the supplemental thyroid hormone. Sometimes you can go on it and get off of it. But once you're in that burnout phase and you don't really have a thyroid, like I had mine ablated, I don't have one. If I didn't take my supplemental thyroid hormone, I would literally die. So I don't want people to feel like they're a failure. They're not a failure. Success is feeling good. Success is having your life back. Success is, yeah, if you can lower your dosage, great. Success is healing your gut so you don't end up with another autoimmune disease. Success is feeling good, feeling alive, having your life back, getting those antibodies lower, getting them negative if you can. But success is not always getting off your supplemental thyroid hormone. That may be something that you need, just like a type 1 diabetic might need some life-saving insulin. So I just, that's something that I really want people to know is that that, you know, is, it should not necessarily be the goal. I love it. I love it. We have to let you go, Dr. Myers, because you're due on stage in four minutes time. So Hi. three minutes, 30 seconds. So thank you so much for joining thank us you. on the Wellness Guys show. And we'll have to do a longer one with you in the future. Absolutely. Where can people go to buy your book? Uh, they can go wherever books are sold. I think Book Depository. Um Pre-order Amazon. If you go back to my website, Amy Myers MD, you can put in a receipt and get over $300 in free gifts if you pre-order your book before May 8th. And then after May 8th, those gifts will go away, but you can go anywhere in the world and buy the Autoimmune Solution Cookbook. And of course, my two other books are available worldwide as well. There you go. So don't delay. Get there now. And uh, thanks again. Thanks, thanks so much, Amy. Oh, Amy. Amy. Yay. Dr. Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash thewellnessguys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au. And to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. This year, The Wellness Summit returns. What is the ramifications for you if you continue to not know where your food is coming from and not make a hard stand about what you're consuming? Back in 1992, I didn't know how to cook. In fact, I ate really poorly as many of you know. But I now love it so much that when I go to prepare something, it becomes magical. Don't want you to be stuck in the, the crap that's happening. Know it, yes. Be aware of it, yes. But bring your vibration up so that we can vibrate at a higher level and collectively, we might be able to bring everybody up to make those changes. I love preparing it and I know that everyone who's eating it absolutely loves it. Even the bits that they don't want to eat, they love eating them because I love making them. Does that make sense? 
Cindy O'Meara and Damien Christoph feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.